Hello, and welcome to The Buzz, a bank automation news podcast. My name is Brian Stone, and I'm the associate editor at Bank Automation News. Joining me today is Dean Jenkins, vice president at Q2. Dean discusses the ways small banks can get the most of their fintech partnerships, how bank self-service tools can attract and onboard small business clients, and how financial institutions can use data to optimize their client relationships. Yeah, I think the um, what banks really need to focus on is figuring out what their data is telling them about those relationships. Um, banks, credit unions have a ton of data about their customers, whether that's transaction data. Um, we're adding uh, digital um, data to that. Like, what, what do they do when they get online? They collect some of the uh, firmographic data about the business as part of like the account opening process or the onboarding process. So how do we pull all that together and really understand um, what it's telling us about each individual business? And then based on that data, really building experiences that are tailored to that particular business and who they are. So rather than um, just provide a one size fits all uh, business banking solution, really thinking about how do you offer uh, the right solutions in the right experience for that business at that particular point in time? Because as you know, all businesses, you know, they go they go through a, a journey of their own and where they're at in that journey and what they know and what they don't know. And so that that experience that the, that the financial institutions are offering can't be static it literally has to evolve as the businesses change themselves. And, and the best way to understand that is to really understand the data, understand their transaction behaviors, under, understand their digital behaviors, and, and really create the experience that makes sense for them at that, at that particular uh, point in time. How can banks deploy self-service tools to attract and onboard small business clients? Yeah, I think the, um, the easy answer is figure out how to enable um, loan applications, uh, account opening applications um, digitally, right? Um, rather than required for them to come into the branch or to meet with a relationship manager, um, make it really easy for them to start a loan application, make it really easy for them to start an application to, to open up a new business account. And that can be either a brand new customer uh, to the financial institution or an existing customer that's looking to expand their services. And so um, most small business owners don't have a ton of time to figure out what's going on with my banking relationship. They're probably doing it at 10 o'clock at night after they finally close their business and they've got that squared away and they start thinking about, wow, I should probably think about how I can get a loan to better um, uh, support my business and where I wanna go. And it's at that point in time that you want to give it, make it really easy and convenient for them to, to start that process. And that, that doesn't mean that the process has to um, go from end to end with no interruption, right? It, it can, and that would be optimal, but even if it can't, um, at least starting the process and getting them down the path when it makes sense for them and they have time in their day is really super important to them. And then from there, you may have a relationship manager, you may have a lender, you may have a branch manager, reach out to them to have a further discussion. And so the one thing I would say is that don't necessarily say it's got to be um, completely self-service from end to end on everything. Um, I think really thinking 
through what is the process and how can we help them get started with it and and then bringing in the uh, and connecting to the in-person capabilities as they go through that process may be perfectly appropriate and and um, actually help the the business to uh, get into the right products and solutions. How do financial institutions or how are they able to digitize the treasury onboarding process um, and what does that kind of look like? Yeah, I think it, I think it all starts from making sure that the data that's being collected along the way is is fed into a solution that allows you to digitize that setup process. So, so in other words, if some if a relationship manager is talking to a business about adding ACH or wire or merchant services or whatever it may be, that data has to flow directly into a tool that the the uh, financial institutions back office team can use to really go through the setup process because it's it's more than just saying I, I'd like to sign up for ACH. Um, there are uh, limits and restrictions and agreements and in all of the setup within these systems that's fairly complex. And if you don't have a tool to to do that, you're left with manual processes that are paper-based that are prone to error that take time to go back and forth with the with the customer to get right um and and quite honestly just delays offering those products to uh the the new customer to the existing customer um, which frustrates them they have a terrible experience to start and um really delays the the time to revenue or time to value for both the the, the new business customer and the financial institution and so how do you take all that data that's collected, get it into a tool that enables multiple departments sometimes at a financial institution to collaborate and get all of these new products and services set up appropriately and get the agreement signed and 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 really get the um, the business up and running on these new products that are really going to drive value for them uh, as quickly as possible and with as least amount of pain as possible, which in today's world, there's a there's a lot of pain and delay associated with actually getting these products uh, stood up and and ready to go. So I think that it all comes down to data flow, making sure when it's captured, it flows to the back office, and then ultimately that flows to the setup. And uh, whether that's either automated or even uh, manual to actually do the setup, but making sure you you um, basically digitize that end-to-end -end process and the workflow uh, associated with getting the right information. Uh, to the right person and, and getting those products stood up. What can banks do to make the most of their fintech partnerships with uh, regards to like product offerings? I get this question a lot um, where I have uh, bank executives that would say, boy, there's so many fintechs. There's literally tens of thousands of fintechs out there. Where do I start? Right? I get that question. Where do I start? Who's the, who's the right one? Um, my immediate question back is who's your target market? Right. What types of businesses are you going after? If you just try to take a, an approach of, well, wow, these look like really super interesting fintechs and I just want to throw them out there and see if anybody buys those solutions. It's probably not going to work as well as you would hope. And so I think you need to really turn it around and think about it from outside in and think about if I'm going after dentist offices or I'm going after manufacturing businesses or I'm going after property management businesses, what is most important to them? What are the solutions that they're looking for? What Because these FinTech uh, solutions have done a really good job of 
solving specific problems for a specific user or business or consumer, right? So they done that's really where they specialize. They see pain, they see an opportunity, they solve that problem. Well, inherently what that means is that most of their solutions are very targeted at a specific type of business. And so if you have a strategic market, vertical market that you're going after, healthcare, um, legal entities, uh, doctor's offices, whatever it may be, really think about it from that perspective. And what are the solutions I need to bring together to really effectively support um, those types of businesses in a digital uh, um, world? And, and so it really comes down to understanding where your target markets are, where do you want to compete and win, and then going out from there and saying, okay, what are the fintech solutions that um, are needed for that particular uh, type of customer? What can banks do to tailor the, their digital channels to, you know, their specific business clients? Yeah, I, again, it, it's it's really a, eliminating the one size fits all, right? Traditionally, um, especially small and medium sized business customers uh, have been given one of two options. It's either uh, use the retail solution, which is easy to understand, but doesn't have the business capabilities that um, you may need as a business, or go to this foreign world known as cash management or the commercial banking solution, where it is filled with acronyms and jargon, and you have to really be a banker sometimes to really understand it. In fact, we, um, as an industry, we took the the top, let's say top 250,000 businesses over that are over 10 million in annual revenue, and we send them to class on how to be a banker, and we teach them what an ACH is, and we teach them what, what an addenda is, and a CCD plus and a PPD plus, or all the different terminology, extended remittance for wire. Um, that doesn't work in the small and medium-sized business uh, world. Um, first of all, they have no time. They're not gonna go to a conference and go get a certification to be a certified uh, uh, treasury professional, professional. They're just not going to do it. They don't have that much time. They don't have any interest in doing that. So they expect that everything is built for them and it's really easy for them to, to understand. And so having configurability within your digital platform that allows you to create different experiences based on who they are, what vertical uh, industry are they in, what size are they? What's their sophistication? Potentially what uh, geographic location they're in? And, and building and configuring solutions that are really targeted at that segment, right? Or that group of businesses. That's how you can compete and win through digital. Um, you know, you hear all the time, uh, well, I hear all the time from, from financial institutions, they say, we, we have a relationship-based approach into the market. And then you say, okay, well, tell me about your digital solution. They said, well, we have commercial cash management and we have retail banking. That's it. Well, how do you have a relationship-based approach to the market if you're not leveraging data to understand who that business is? And if you're not delivering experiences that are in line with who they are, then there's a real disconnect between, hey, I want to be your, uh, have a relationship with you and I understand you to how you're delivering that with a one-size-fits-all solution that really doesn't fit anybody because it's not tailored to that that individual. So, um, you know, I think it's it's all about understanding your target market again, thinking about things from from outside in. For decades, banks, credit unions, providers have been building digital solutions from inside out. 
in in the early 2000s we were just in a mad rush to say how do we digitize every financial transaction that's out there didn't matter about the experience just get it out there so that it's a self-service model well quite honestly we created a bit of a mess and so how do we now think about that differently flip it think about it from outside in think about it from the end user experience what they're trying to do and then build the 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 solutions and the digital solutions that are in line with what their needs are. It's it's really, it's simple to say, it's harder to do, because everybody says, well, what's different between a dentist office and a manufacturing uh, company? It could just be context. It could just be what how you're positioning ACH in both of those contexts so that they believe that, oh, this is why I should use it because my business has that particular challenge. Um, and so really building the context and the experience so that it encourages them to use some of these advanced capabilities that can go a long way in the, in the industry. You've been listening to The Buzz, a bank automation news podcast. Please follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn. And as a reminder, you can rate this podcast on your platform of choice. Be sure to visit us at bankautomationnews.com.